Welcome to the Inside Scoop, everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. If you find this podcast helpful or informative, let your friends know. They can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or simply search for the Inside Scoop podcast, Cobb Schools. We're available on all of your favorite podcast providers. Today, I'm joined by our board member from Post 6, Ms. Sharice Davis. Ms. Davis, welcome back to the Inside Scoop. Thank you for having me. We just wanted to touch base with you again since the last time to uh, get your insights on how things are going in your post and uh, if you have anything exciting or developing going on. Uh, so let's uh, let's stop at this point and just for the sake of our listeners, uh, if you can remind them where Post 6 is and describe who you represent. Okay, so Post 6 is a lot of East Cobb on the map, but it also kind of snakes on down to the Smyrna Vinings area. So Teasley Mm -hmm. Elementary and Argyle Elementary are in Post 6. In addition, Walton Wheeler, East Cobb, Dodgen, Dickerson Middle Schools, and then a cluster of elementary schools in East Cobb. Okay, so that's uh, that's quite an area. So is there anything new that has been going on uh, since we spoke to you last? Well, personally, I've got an eighth grader and a fourth grader, so exciting mm. times in, in my house. I know they're excited about basketball season, and yeah. um, you know it is time to think about high school and magnet programs. So uh, thank you for having your podcast about the magnet programs and explaining that because parents, you know, it's, it starts pretty early, and so our eighth graders will be expected to apply mm-hmm. come December by December if they are interested in any of our magnet programs. So yeah. I'm excited about that, and I'm just really getting out there into the different schools. Um, There was East Cobb Council PTA meetings. That was an awesome way to start the year um, to be in front of all of those administrators, but also the volunteers that make so many of the great things in our schools happen. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to get out to some more PTA meetings. Um, Please have me out, you know, just to talk about what's going on in our schools. And, you know, I'll also host my own events here and there. But really, I just want to be a presence in the school and and just talk to as many people as I can. Well, and that's really the best way you can be a a better representative, right? I mean, that's uh, getting out there with the people actually doing things is how you get some valid feedback. Absolutely. And it's not always just staff and parents, but Mm -hmm. the kids as well. And that's actually a highlight for me is being able to spend some time with the students because um, they just, you know, they tell it like it is. And, you know, they kind of have an idea of what you do. Um, And I, you know, there's some pretty funny questions that I usually get from students. So it's always a fun time. Oh, I can imagine. uh, I recently uh, had the chance to go to a school with the uh, superintendent and somebody introduced him as the president of the school district. I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and the kids were like, oh, okay, I get it now. Get yeah. <laughs> Very important. So what are some of the things that you're, you're hearing back from your, your schools and, and the folks in them? Well, one challenge that we have, um, particularly in our Smyrna area, is mm-hmm. um, we have large schools. We yeah. have had a population boom in that area in particular. And so our schools show it. You know, we've had to add a couple of trailers. Um, My son's middle school, the high school in the area are the largest middle and high schools in the county. Mm. And so I know that we are hard at work trying to figure out how we're going to relieve some of that. Um, And, you know, the high school has some exciting plans in the works. And so, of course, they're thinking about that. Um, The middle school, we, you know, are 
are anticipating a new middle school here for the area, and that's in our SPLOS 5 notebook. And so, you know, we, we definitely hear the feedback, and um, the district is working on it. And you've got all sorts of uh, input that uh, some of it is really good. And some of it may be a little bit out there, yeah, <laughs> but, sometimes. but all of it's valid, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people are coming from a place of like, I know that we have this issue and I want to find solutions. Now, mm-hmm. sometimes when you don't have all of the information, the backstory, the rules that apply, right. you know, some of the ideas, you know, they're not feasible. So it really is my job to, you know introduce those things to the district, but also be able to educate the public Mm -hmm. um, in terms of what those rules are, um, in terms of SPLOST, and just any any kind of ideas that people need to know about before they just say, hey, just, just get that piece of land over there so <laughs> it's just not, a lot more involved in it and yeah. we don't always understand that if you know as parents in the community and so i feel like that's um our job as board members to bridge that it's, it's not quite as simple as some people might think but uh certainly if they present a good idea i'm sure you do your best to try to find a way to yes absolutely right? that's the whole point of community you know and the great thing for us is that we can all come together with our ideas and to find solutions and one thing i stress you know things are they don't always happen as quickly as some may like sure and what i want people to know is that this work that's being done by the community um, and in the schools, like sometimes it's going to help those kids who you don't know. It it may Uh be a couple years down the road, your kids, especially when it comes to middle school, may not even be there anymore. But that work is just as important and it needs to be done. And, you know, that is that is true change. It's not an immediate thing. Yeah. Even if you've got uh, a lot of turnover in the school, uh, the next kid needs it just as much as the one that just left. Absolutely. It's it's going to benefit people for years to come. So, you know, just thinking about it like that and and knowing that while we wish things moved a lot quicker than they do, um, you know, it it will ultimately be good. You know, uh, a lot of people uh, that I've heard comment on things of that nature Mm -hmm. um, are are concerned about uh, trailers or uh, teachers call them cottages at times. Yes, (laughs) It's important for people to understand that Mm -hmm. By the time you get to the point of planning schools, you have to know, okay, five years from now, how many kids are going to be in that grade level? And that's not always the easiest thing to forecast, is it? No, I mean, it's... they're taking in a lot of information, a lot of stats, and you know you have your demographers that do this work, but it's not an exact science. Yeah. Um, you know, there's shifts that happen just society-wide. I mean, one thing that people should know is that as a country, like our population is declining. I mean, if you think about this generation and, you know, they're delaying having kids, if having kids at all, mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately there's going to be a day where we see the effects of that on our school system. Right. Um, I think right now it's just been a boom in terms of people wanting to live closer to work and closer to access to highways and all of mm-hmm. that. And so that Smyrna area in particular has just seen the growth right now. Oh, um, but yeah, so people hear mixed messages and they're like, well, population's going down or is it going up? What is it? So it's both of those things right. you know, overall. But then also we're seeing the enrollment in our schools in these particular areas. Uh, Smyrna is is a place that doesn't stop building. I mean, that's <laughs> that whole area has has been a uh, well, it's a seemingly a boom area for decades, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah. I mean, you know, at some point, like every community, you know, you, you, there's just no more land, you know, there's yeah. nothing to even build. I mean, the projects that have come in pretty lately are huge projects. You know, mm-hmm. there's another one coming up that's a whole live, work, play concept. And, you know, we used to think that families didn't live in these communities like that, but it, uh-huh. they do, you know, and it's very convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's convenient. It's a way to get into the community. Sometimes, you know, affording a, um, being able to afford a, a home, uh-huh. um, is not doable, but people, you know, can afford an apartment or even a condo. And so, yeah, people and their families live in all kinds of different, um, homes. And so, you know, apartments, those bring kids just as much as subdivisions do. Yeah, that's true. And employers might pop up drawing more people into an area, even though the national decline of population is happening. Yes. All right. So um, moving on to what's ahead. I mean, we've uh, we've got a new school year at the time of this recording. We we just started the school year. So uh, is there something you're looking forward to in particular in your, your post? Yeah. I mean, just as much as I am really big on making sure that the community kind of understands just what's going on here, how this district runs. I mean, I'm learning so much day by day and I'm a teacher, but I'm also a lifelong student. And so um, one thing that's really important to me is actually getting out there and visiting um, some of our schools. And also like I have a visit coming up to the transportation department, Mm -hmm. have a visit to uh, the Haven school coming up. And so just really getting out there, because if we're going to talk about things, I want to know what I'm talking about. I want (laughs) to make sure that I've actually um, met the people that this applies to that affects that it affects and um, just, you know, have a working knowledge of the things that are going on in the district. So there can be helpful. Nothing quite like uh, firsthand knowledge, right? Absolutely. Still trips. They're important. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? It was funny. I was meeting with a bunch of third graders at Teasley because, you know, in third grade, they're learning all about government and voting. It was so much fun. So it's, (laughs) you know, a lot of third graders, big, big group. And um, the best question was just, you know, have you made adult friends? (laughs) um, As a board member? As a board member. And um, yeah, you know, absolutely. They care about you. And even people that may not agree with me, uh, you know, they're all friends and we can all sit down and and talk to each other about um, kids because ultimately that's what this is all about. Civil discourse, I think, is, is what they call that. Absolutely. Well, that's fantastic. Folks, we've been listening to board member Sharice Davis. Ms. Davis, thanks for stopping by. We really appreciate you doing that. You can learn more about the Cobb County School Board by visiting the district website at www.cobbk12.org. Just click on board at the menu at the top. If you have a topic or concern you'd like to share, drop me an email. I'd love to hear from you. The email address is david.owen at cobbk12.org. Thank you for joining us on this edition of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.